Cougar Tailgate, where BYU fandom lives. Here's your host, Lauren McClain. What's up, everyone? I'm Lauren McClain. BYU Football Pro Day was yesterday with 20 athletes trying to impress scouts, and it was unlike anything BYU has ever seen. 31 of the 32 NFL teams were represented, including a lot of general manager, head coach, and offensive coordinator combos, most of whom were there to check out the likes of quarterback Zach Wilson, who shined in what was probably the most important day of his career up to this point. He's projected by most NFL draft analysts to get picked as high as second overall. Absolutely mind-boggling considering the last-second schedule BYU had to put together due to COVID cancellations. And joining me today is the man who broke it all down during a two-hour Pro Day special, Spencer Linton. Oh, Lauren, it's good to be back. It's so good to be back. Let's talk about how great (laughs) Zach Wilson is. Let's pub the boy. Let's go. Let's do this. Well, that's what everyone's talking about, so we might as well hop on board. Spencer, you witnessed some incredible numbers being put up by these athletes yesterday. What stuck out most to you? Well, it's hard to say something other than Zach Wilson because according to the NFL Network and several other notable publications and broadcasts, he somehow pulled off the pro day throws of the offseason. We'll take that for what you will, but it's it's coming from several high-level authoritative voices across the NFL that Zach Wilson didn't just check boxes as we said he would. He really as you said he's shown he he was uh the bright spot that everybody thought that he would be and particularly in his off platform throwing his ability to throw across his body to get the ball up 55 60 yards down the field when he's in awkward positions this is really how Patrick Mahomes made a name for himself in Kansas City and Zach Wilson has been drawing those comparisons now for a few months with his ability to find these unique throwing angles these awkward throwing positions but make it look easy and put the ball on target and be so accurate. He's the baby face assassin. He's got <laughs> surgical tendencies mentally and physically as a quarterback. It, it's like the kid was built to be an NFL quarterback. He, just the way his mind thinks, the way he prepares, the discipline he shows. And I know people have said, well, pro day doesn't guarantee that he's going to be great. Well, it certainly helps that his tape is great, his discipline is great, and his preparation has been so methodical and straightforward, and he just, what you see is what you get. This is this is no Jamarcus Russell or Johnny Manziel situation with Zach Wilson. It's just entirely different this time around. So, yeah, Zach and his some of his throws were, were really impressive. I think the shocker was a, a guy that really just, stood out yesterday was someone that you're going to feature on the show, Lauren, Brady Christensen. His numbers were ridiculous (laughs) as an offensive lineman. His broad jump, according to one source, was three inches farther than any other offensive lineman in the history of the combine and pro days. So that that alone, the 10-4 or 10 feet, 4 inches, 10 feet, 6 inches, whatever he jumped, his vertical was the same as a safety, Zane Anderson, 34 inches. He ran a sub four nine forty. I couldn't break four nine. Lauren, you know better than most. You witnessed it. Okay, Brady's. We're going to get to that, actually, a little later. Over 300 later. pounds, and he's running under a four nine forty. I just thought he, he worked himself probably at worst into a second or third round draft pick. Maybe a little bit higher, but he's definitely not going to go on day three now. Brady Christensen impressed a lot of people, and you said it, the royalty of the NFL 
were basically all in the indoor practice facility in Provo, Utah yesterday, not just watching Zach Wilson, but seeing a guy like Brady Christensen really, really just shine. And I'm such a sucker, Spencer, for these types of things happening to really good people. Brady Christensen is one of those. He's one of the nicest guys. And I guess offensive linemen in general kind of have that rep, right? <laughs> They're just these nice, big, lovable guys. And that actually kind of is the truth for the most part. But Brady Christensen is one of the best guys. And you mentioned Zach Wilson, obviously absolutely incredible. Everyone was talking about him. And one of my favorite things slash worst things to do is to look at the comments on Twitter of what people are saying under some of these national media tweets. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, it's a slippery slope. It is a slippery slope, and you have to keep going, and you just get more and more angry. So what do you say to those people that are like, just wait? He, he's not going to be able to do that with these NFL defensive linemen coming at him. What would you say to those guys? To that, I would say, what experience do you have in making a determination like that? The Twitter <laughs> mobs are always going to be there, and there will always be dissenting voices. And the criticisms against Zach have been everything from, well, he didn't play against anybody, and he's injury-prone. How do you prepare for a broken thumb? Stop it. <laughs> like, come on. Like, injury-prone because he broke his thumb? Well, what about his shoulder? He took, he got beat up in high school. He was a running quarterback, and he needed a surgery. Well, guess what? When he got healthy from his surgery and that right arm was healthy, look what he did. I don't care who you're playing against. You could be playing against Montana Tech State University for all I care. And still, if you make those throws and throw your receivers open, you're doing incredible things. So it. Oh, yeah. He beat Tennessee. Well, he was lucky to beat Tennessee. Beat USC. Well, that was more on the BYU defense for showing up. USC was overrated. (laughs) There will always be a dissenting voice for sure. So um, to to the haters, I would say uh, let Zach first come and work out for the teams, get drafted, and wait until you see what he can actually do before you already pass judgment on, oh, he's going to be the next big bust in the NFL. Just give the kid a shot. He thrives. He thrives on hearing that he cannot do it. So maybe we don't (laughs) want them to shut up. Continue. (laughs) Keep it going. Drive the kid. Motivate him. Let him go and uh, surprise everyone. And he thrives off this attention he's getting, which I absolutely love. And you have to do that to make it in the next level. And Spence, you know who else is thriving in the next level who is quote-unquote injury-prone? It's Taysom Hill. But mm. I digress. All right. So you've been around BYU now and BYU TV Sports for what? Has it been nine years, Spencer? Nine? I, eight, nine? Eight. Yeah. That's so eight my, my starting date was, uh, yeah, late spring, early summer 2013. So we're coming up on eight years. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, oh, thank I, you. I know you weren't in the indoor practice facility, but you had cameras showing you all the good stuff that was happening. As far as atmospheres go, because this was really unprecedented, how, how was this one different than all the other pro days? Well, certainly COVID-19 protocols, parameters have made everything just, for lack of a better phrase, strange. Um, And the NFL Network bringing their cameras in and they've got rights and they're working with the university. It kind of limited the access that BYU TV had. So we couldn't have all of our personnel in the building. But like you said, we did work in collaboration with the NFL Network so that we had a feed of whatever their cameras, their several cameras were shooting. And we were able to kind of experience that. But as far as ambiance goes, it, it felt like it was almost like 
a putting green at a major golf tournament <laughs> when Zach Wilson specifically first started throwing. It's very quiet. There's this tension in the air. You know, you've seen that commercial from Geico. This course is electric. <laughs> you know, and the Kraken's coming out of the water and taking the golfers there. Like, it, it kind of felt like that. But for those that were watching, you started to hear some cheers and some claps as Zach Wilson's throws progressed. And I am almost certain that BYU and some of the personnel said to the teammates of Zach Wilson, all of the former guys that were there that were allowed in to watch and and cheer on their former teammates, they started to cheer. I'm pretty sure that was purposeful, to help them relax. Hey, guys, Mm -hmm. pick it up. Let's cheer. You know, when you see a good throw, let the guys know about it, that you appreciate it. And it just kind of seemed to calm everybody down. So it was really quiet and tense. And then when they were... I guess allowed to to clap and cheer during Zach Wilson's throwing exhibition. It, it kind of seemed to calm things down, but but until then, it just I mean, there's so much pressure on a day like this, and you think, good grief, you know. Our friend David Nixon calls it the Underwear Olympics, and he's like, <laughs> "What's the big deal about this?" Well, this is the most important job interview that a lot of these guys have ever had, the biggest day of their football careers. Um, to, to put it lightly. So tense, but it kind of lightened up towards the end. And, and I, I was relieved to see the guys kind of relax and settle in once those, those cheers kind of started to ring through the indoor practice facility. And, and two of my not so pro day judges, Troy Warner and Micah Simon were there showing off their stuff. And, and quick story about my husband. He, he thinks he can do it all. You know, a lot of men think that, and a lot of women think that. I do. I oh, think I'm great. Oh, Lauren, you can do it all. As for, as for Steve and myself, you know, we can't not do so it all. Sure. We not cannot so sure. do it all. Well, well, Steve thinks he is like bound for the NFL or NBA, and he's 34. So there you have it. He saw Troy Warner, um, I think, on the sideline one football game, and he's like, "I'm I'm that guy's size. I could totally play." I'm like, Steve, you're not. You are not that guy's size. And then he, he came down on the field with me one day and saw Troy Warner in person. And he walks next to him and goes, yeah, you're right. I'm not that guy's size. <laughs> it, it, just, you just mentioned the Underwear Olympics and not to be weird, but these guys just come in the best shape of their lives yes. uh, to pro date. And Spence, I want to ask you, though, have, have you improved your 40 time from the last time you ran it? Lauren, I don't know that I've run a 40 since I last ran it. So I'm going to go was it? with What was no. that time? Uh, 516 unofficial. So, okay. you know, I was a little bit slower than Big Kyrus Tonga today, who ran like uh, <laughs> oh a little over gosh. five seconds as well. But again, if that I had a dot, listen, if you and I, and I'm put, I, I am, I will take this to the bank. If you and I had a strict two month training schedule with a dietitian <laughs> working out every day, working on all of our techniques, our footwork, this is what they do day in and day out for two months, if not longer, getting ready for this day, then you and I could break five seconds. Like, that would happen, okay? Hey, I firmly believe that. Uh, I'm not saying At I, our age, Spence, at our hey, age, you think we could I do, do it? Not, it? Listen, bring on, bring it on. Late 30s, give me two months with a dietitian and full training schedule and only that to focus on. Uh, somehow pawn my four wonderful, lovely children off on somebody else so I can just worry <laughs> about me and be selfish. Then, yes, I'm going to break five seconds again. All right. I, well, well, maybe one day. Maybe one day we'll get to do that. Probably not, though. All right. I, I want to play a quick game along those lines. Okay. Who would have the quickest 40-yard dash out of you 
Ben Bagley, Jerem Jordan, Jason Shepard, or David Phillips Jr. Oh, this is Who's going to have the quickest 40? It's not close. It would be me. It's just... 100%? Even one, Jason? Yes, I'm faster than Jason. Are you going to pick a guy that throws a 46-mile-an-hour fastball to beat me in a foot race, Lauren? <laughs> One of no. us, one of that group. You're right, I'm not. One of that group, maybe two, because maybe Dave played high school baseball, but one of that group played high school basketball <laughs> and high school baseball. And you're and talking true. to him right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Uncle Rico I, moment for me. Listen, I, I was going to choose you. I really was, but I just wanted to throw it out there just to see what you would say. Jerem, Jerem's pretty athletic. I, I beat I him know. in a foot race. Like we did this head to head at the West Coast Conference tournament. I want to say five or six years ago, we literally ran a race against each other up and down the floor, and I beat him in it. He was so mad at you. Yes. He hated that so much. He's still bothered by that. Oh, I'm sure he is. Up next, we got one of the NFL's top prospects at offensive tackle who put up some insane numbers at Pro Day. BYU's Brady Christensen. Don't go anywhere. This is Cougar Tailgate. Welcome back to the Cougar Tailgate. I'm Lauren McLean. BYU's Pro Day athletes put up some impressive numbers yesterday, but there is a lot of buzz surrounding those of 6'5", 302-pound offensive lineman and draft prospect Brady Christensen. And we have the man with us on the line right now. Brady, how are you feeling today? I'm doing great, man. I woke up and it almost felt like a dream. Like that didn't really happen yesterday. So I'm feeling great. My body's doing great and I feel amazing. <laughs> when was the last time you woke up with this much spunk in the morning? Man, I, it's been a while. I think, I, honestly, I was telling my parents, it kind of feels like after a big win uh, during the season. I mean, my body's a little sore. My adrenaline's still slowly slowing down. And so right. it's kind of the same feeling. So after like a huge win, that's definitely what I, what I feel like right now. So cool. You were incredible. But before we get to any of your numbers or anything, let's talk about how you and your wife had a baby, what has been like 11 days ago, right? Tell me yep. about that. Congratulations. Yeah, so we named him uh, Ledger, uh, Ledger Brady Christensen. He was uh, 713, um, 20 inches long. And man, it was the best day of our lives. It was, my wife is incredible. I don't know how any woman do it, man. It, it was, <laughs> it was an amazing experience. Um, he's doing really good. Um, just a cute little guy. And then my wife's doing really good recovering. Um, it's amazing to be a dad. It, it really opens your eyes. It, it puts a new perspective on life. Um, and honestly, like, Maybe a little bit of dad strength came in uh, yesterday during the, the pro day for sure. <laughs> well, I think that's a real thing. And you're probably like, he's going to be looking at this one day and seeing how well I did. I got to, I got to put up some good numbers. Yeah. Speak- he, he yeah, go ahead. Definitely on, like definitely on my mind throughout the whole process, you know, just like doing it for him and, and my wife. So awesome. I, I love that so much. So your numbers were absolutely insane for an offensive lineman, 34 inch vert, 30 reps on the bench press, 4.89 in the 40. An incredible 10 feet, four inch broad jump, which I believe is the best all time by an offensive lineman by three inches. So do you feel like you accomplished what you set out to do in pro day? Yes. Uh, yes. A hundred percent. Obviously like my film is my product and that's what teams are going to be looking at, but I wanted to show that like, I'm an athletic guy, you know, like there was, maybe there were some question marks about, is he just a strong guy? Can he move good? Like there were some question marks. So I wanted to come out and just show that I, I have that in me. I mean, 
I played center field for my baseball team when I was in high school and just like different things that I, I knew I was athletic and I was just waiting for a time to really show it and cement that um, in my film as well. Yeah, because that's that's unreal. Like that, anyone watching that and seeing your numbers is like, no, that guy's just a straight up athlete. Like offensive lineman, didn't matter what position you were, that, those are just some incredible numbers. So out of all of those, what were you the happiest about? actually uh happiest with my bench press getting over the 30 30 mark i, I thought i counted 31 but that doesn't matter <laughs> 30 31 doesn't matter um i wasn't all, always the strongest my upper body like my bench press wasn't always the best of the team but i really worked incredibly hard over the last years even and especially the few months uh to really increase that and so the fact that i got over the 30 mark i was really really excited for that one um and it really it was the first uh first workout of the day and so that really kind of got me going and got my adrenaline going and it, it was huge to start the day off uh with that 30. You started off on a right note and you you were yep. training in Dallas is that right? Yeah I was training down in Dallas um down at Michael Johnson Performance um had a O-line coach named uh Duke Mannyweather and he was awesome and then the last few weeks um I had to come home for uh, to Utah for the baby and be ready for the baby. And I've been training at, at Stro uh, Stroformance down here as well. Oh my gosh, you've been so busy. That's just an insane life, but so <laughs> awesome. That is it's so much fun. So incredible. <laughs> so what were some of the things you were hearing back from scouts when all was said and done yesterday? Yeah, I think they were just, I think they were really impressed with how I moved and how I, I had a lot of special traits and attributes. And, and that will carry over into the NFL for sure. Um, obviously, I got a lot of work to work on. Um, it's so incredibly fast at the next level. I got to keep working on that, my feet, and especially my hands. I think my hands is something I have to continue to work on because it's like a boxer. You got to be great with your hands up front, especially in the next level. They're so elite with their hands. Um, so I think I'm on the right track. And the scouts as well have, have given me the feedback that I'm on a great track, but always got to keep working and, and getting better. Definitely. I love it. And, and BYU's pro day is one of the best in the country, but the one this year was just kind of blew everything out of the water. It was just yes. absolutely insane, especially with all the personnel that, that showed up for it. So you were there, obviously not a lot of outsiders got to go or media members. What was that atmosphere like? Yeah, it was amazing. Um, first off, shout out to Jason Ayu and Jack DeMooney, man. They did, they did a great job running the show and putting that on and, and the rest of the staff and, and, everyone involved with it they did an amazing job um as far as as the atmosphere I, I was I was getting in it with the boys you know having a good time after the jump I was high-fiving my my teammates my old teammates you know and just just trying to have fun because I knew if I was having fun out there and just being with the boys I knew I'd test my best and I knew the other guys would feed off of it as well just like it's a stressful day with all those scouts and GMs and coaches there that it can be stressful and it could like make you not do as well. So I was really trying to have fun and have a good time because in the end it is still just a game and it's like a dream that we're living. So that was my goal yesterday. And I felt like uh, it was accomplished. That's so cool. And speaking of those guys, it's been a few months since everyone's been able to see each other. You've been in, in Texas and people have been training in various places. What was it like getting back together, especially with those guys that were, you know, didn't get to do their pro day last year that showed up for this year. What was it like seeing everybody again? Yeah, it was amazing. It's like you build bonds on on this team that like last forever. Like it doesn't matter if you don't see a guy for a year or two years, you come right back and you're like great pals again. You're great buddies. You're talking about old times and memories and stuff. 
Um, and so like Micah, I haven't seen Micah for a while and, and to be able to see him and joke around with him and train with him for a little bit, it was, it was awesome. And, and it's, it's amazing to have those bonds and friendships that will last, uh, throughout the rest of our lives. So every, obviously everyone kind of shows up to pro day in their best shape, the best shape of their lives. Cause all they do for three months is just train who changed the most when you saw them, who was the one that you were like, Holy cow. I think it was Kyrus Tonga, man. He looked incredible. He's, he's, he's a beast and had a great pro day as well. I mean, I think he got uh, shorted a couple uh, reps on his bench press, um, but I think he was close up to 40. You know, he, he was, he was incredible and, and he's going to, he's going to be a steal in the draft and he's going to do a lot of great things at the next level. You and Kyra's both got shorted in your bench press. <laughs> yeah, we, we just needed a lockout. It's our fault. We need a lockout for <laughs> <laughs> you know, lock those elbows. So, so which one of your teammates were you impressed with the most uh during pro day i think i think it was matt um matt bushman for sure um just to see his determination and and like that have that huge setback in fall camp it, it could have been devastating and you could be like you know what throw in the towel i give up it's a bummer like it gave it a good run but he kept training kept kept grinding kept recovering and he really looked like honey hands again he looked like matt bushman out there again and it was just amazing to see him catch balls from zach and just how smooth he was and how good he looked i was really really proud of him pumped for him and excited to see where he goes he'll be an incredible story if he comes back from this and makes it in the nfl which which i think he definitely has a shot and and he he did he looked really good so there there's so much buildup and preparation for pro day what happens now like so now what do you do until you wait for the draft what do you do in between yeah so we got a month until draft basically um usually you're going to teams and doing official visits and and personal workouts with the teams but since covid uh it's all online so now it's just a lot of interviews a lot of interviews with with o-line coaches and and they're going to be installing their plays and you gotta they got they gotta see how you learn type of thing so it's going to be really busy with that and interviews and just and then also keep it in shape, working out hard, um, keep working really more dive into the football aspect of in shape. Instead of being able to run a 40, now we're back to, hey, like we got to be able to be, we got to block again, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really diving back into football and just living football. That's my job right now. It's my full-time job. And so I'm, I'm diving in football with interviews, workouts, and technique work. So cool. Brady Christensen, BYU football offensive lineman and draft prospect. Brady, thank you so much for being here with me and congratulations on the baby and congratulations on your incredible numbers and pro day yesterday. Thank you, Lauren. You as well. Congratulations on your second baby. That's awesome. <laughs> thank you. It's, it ain't no joke being a parent, right? Brady? <laughs> it ain't no joke, that's for sure. but it's the right. best. It is the, the best. best. <laughs> Thanks so much, Brady. All right. See you later. And that does it for us today. Thanks again to Brady Christensen and Spencer Linton for coming on the show with me. You can join the Cougar Tailgate virtually, of course, every Saturday at noon Mountain Time or download, rate, and review our podcast on Apple, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, or on BYURadio.org. This is Cougar Tailgate.